how you living? How you living? How you walking? And I hope your answer is I'm living by faith and I'm walking by faith because God has dealt to every man the measure of faith, his faith. And he's called us to live by his faith because that's the only way that we can please God. So once again, family, I, I want to just welcome you tonight to another episode of The Faith Life. Uh, just thank God for the, another opportunity to bring forth his word. And I just pray that the Holy Spirit will uh, lighten your eyes of understanding as we go through this next series of teachings. And tonight we're going to start a, a new topic on uh, the, the subject of trusting God, trusting God, having full trust in God. All right. So that's what we're going to begin tonight. So I want to look at the first foundational scripture will be um, coming from Psalms 34, 8. Psalms 34, 8. And it reads, I'm going to read from the, the New Living, uh, I'm sorry, the New King James Version. It says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Okay? So, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. All right. So that's just that's just that's just that's just true right there. The fact right there. God created us, made us to have fellowship and relationship with him. Jesus said, those who love me, they keep my commandments. They do what I tell them to do, because what I'm telling them to do is what's good for them. And it's the truth. As we talked about being rooted and established in God's word, we understand that the God's word is the truth. And God's word is always going to lead you in the right way, the way the way this of righteousness. All right. And the word will protect you and keep you as you learn to trust God. And what he says, he said, remember from my last teaching, Jesus said, no man can live by bread alone. His natural understanding, his natural mindset, his natural thinking. But we, well, we're going to have successful lives when we trust God and live according to every word that he has ordained um, in, his, in his word for us to live by. That's the only way we can have the true success in life. And that occurs and, and trust is developed. Through us trusting and obeying God at his word. Okay. So it says, but blessed is the man who trusts in him. Okay. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Now let's also look at um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. This is uh, one of my foundational scriptures I live by. I love this version, these scriptures here. And I'm going to read this one from... Um, the New Living Translation. Let me get it pulled up here. Proverbs 3. We're going to look at 5 and 6 verses. Fifth verse says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. He says, In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy paths. Okay, so the word of God, He's telling us we, it, we we born again, we made new, we took we take on we have, we're now in the image of Christ. Now we allow this word to transform our minds, renew our minds, what we think as Christ think, and we do as Christ did, because Christ's mindset when He was upon this work earth was to do nothing but the will of God. 
Okay. And we, so now we give our bodies to him as a living sacrifice so he can fulfill his will and his mission, his, pur his purpose that he has designed for us to, uh, to fulfill through us by trusting him and, by, and allowing this, our minds to be transformed by this word. Okay. So we don't, we don't lean, we don't depend upon our own our natural way of thinking and no longer our our thoughts our mindset our ideas we we depend completely upon god the holy spirit in us who is leading us and directing us in the right way who gives us right understanding of the word of god and how to rightly divide it and how to rightly apply it to our everyday life and situations that he has us um, embarking upon. So we got to understand, it's no more leaning to your own understanding. It's no more depending upon you. It's truly, it's truly and solely dependent upon God. He said, acknowledge him, acknowledge me in all your ways now. Okay. So we bring, we, 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 we're in constant communication with God, the Holy Spirit. We acknowledge him about everything. We don't make no decisions without consulting the Holy Spirit of God. Okay. It says, trust me. That's how your trust develop. I mean, I took baby steps, you know, when I on this, on this. I mean, I mean, any, I mean, just the, the growth process of learning how to trust the Holy Spirit, trusting God's word, and you're acknowledging him in everything. I mean, in everything, I will acknowledge him in. I mean, say, for instance, if I, want, if I need to know something about, my, I'm just saying, just know something small. If I wanted to know I lost my keys. I couldn't find my keys. I trust the Holy Spirit. I acknowledge the Holy Spirit because Holy Spirit sees all. Holy Spirit knows all. So whenever I would acknowledge him and ask him, um, what, Holy Spirit, where did I place my keys? It never, it never fails. Holy Spirit will point out and remind you where those keys or direct you right to where that spot. Those keys are where at. Okay. Well, that's every, no, never failed. When I now learn to acknowledge him, and I just I just gave you a, little, a, a simple example of learning how to trust and depend and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to, to you so you can depend on and trust what he tells you to do. OK, because he knows everything. He knows everything. So you got to learn. You got to learn, develop this relationship by cultivating, uh, learning, you develop your trust in the Lord by cultivating the relationship with the Holy Spirit, who is omniscient. He knows everything, okay? And he knows our purpose. He knows our plan. He knows the specific purpose, the specific plan for my life and for your life. And, and he knows what to do in every situation we embark upon in this life as we're walking out on um, our um, call and the purpose that he has designed for us to walk out and to fulfill. We got to acknowledge him. Believe me, he will direct you in the way that you should go. Even when things don't, even though the path you may be on sometimes, you, you, it don't seem like it's the right path. But if you are acknowledging Lord, you got to know that even though you go through the shadow of the valley of death, some dark situations on the path on the right path, you got to always know that he with you. So if he's telling you to go keep straight or take right or take a left, you listen to what the Holy Spirit telling you to do because he knows what he's doing and he's not going to lead you <laughs> into destruction. He will take you in the right. He will keep you and maintain you on the right path that even if you can take you right through <laughs> any challenging situations. You got to just trust him because he's going to lead you to green pastures. Even though Jay David said, even though I walk through the shadow of Valley of Death, I know the Lord is with me and I know he's leading me. He leads me beside the still waters. 
He leads me into green pastures. He anoints my head with oil. <laughs> he said that he has a table. He has provision. Everything I need prepared right for me, right in the presence of my enemy. So no matter what the challenging situations that may we may face while we're walking the righteous path, you got to understand that God's always going to connect you to your next point of destination, the next point along the road to your destiny in life. He's going to lead you to the to be at the right place at the right time and, all, and, and, and always. So you got to learn to trust him with all your heart and lean not to your understanding. Depend upon the Lord. OK. All right. So we're going to do those two foundational scriptures. And I like this one here. This one is. Matthew, Matthew eleven twenty five. This is Jesus talking here, and um, and this is and this is what Jesus wants us to understand is once we connect it, we 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 confess Him as Lord and Savior, and we put our faith and trust in Him to save us. Now He got us, and He make us, making us new. We have a, we have a, a a thirst and a hunger for righteousness, fulfilling His will in the earth. He said we are called to yoke up with Him. We're yoking up with Christ when we're born again. We, we're, we're submitting ourselves to his authority in the person of the Holy Spirit. Here, Matthew, the 11th chapter, beginning with that 28th verse. Okay, let's, let's, get, let's get in with that. Let's start, let's start with the 25th verse, and I'm going to read to the 28th here. Twenty-fifth verse says, "At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent.' Talking about the people in the world who think they're who who live according to their own knowledge and their wisdom and their understanding, because God's wisdom and knowledge supersedes man's wisdom and knowledge." He says. Thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent. And has revealed them unto babes, even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal himself. Okay, so God, once we're born again, now we're born again of God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, we're able to receive revelation from God through the power of the Holy Spirit. All right. And I mean, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm taking it over to New Living Translation, but I'm going to continue reading here in the 20, going down to 28th verse. It says here, then Jesus said, come to me, yoke up with me. Okay. That's what he said. Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Now he's telling us to take up my yoke upon you. Okay. Yoke up with me. Let me teach you because I'm humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden I give you is light. So the key verses is 28 verse. I want you to understand now that we come unto Jesus. Now we connected to him. We got to stay yoked up with him. So a lot of times, and I know I was guilty of this too. You know, born again, accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And, 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 and and I was happy that that I was saved, 
but I didn't commit to the staying yoked up with Christ. And the way you stay yoked up with Christ is you get in the word. <laughs> you have to allow your mind to be renewed. So your the, so the mind of Christ to be developed in you. So you begin to operate as one with God, with the food power of the Holy Spirit. And that's something um, I didn't take advantage of early in my walk with the Lord and, um, and found myself going astray on many occasions because I didn't yoke up, didn't stay yoked up with Christ to the point where I'm receiving revelation and knowledge and right understanding from him because I wasn't in the word. I wasn't reading the word. I wasn't studying the word. I wasn't meditating upon the word of God because that's how God communicates through us in the person of the Holy Spirit through his word. Okay. So I didn't do that. And, 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 and I called, calls more, uh, should I say, uh, chaos in my life. Okay. Uh, because I was still ignorant of the word of God and I wasn't depending upon the Holy Spirit to cause me to live the life that God was calling me to live. I was still leaning to my own understanding and it was leading me down, down, down on a downward spiral, um, downward spiral in my life. OK, but was I when I but when I finally woke, awoke, uh, was I say awakening to righteousness, you know, and got the revelation from the Holy Spirit that it, I had to learn to trust him and depend upon him and, 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 and started depending upon this word as a necessity to live by. And that's what made the difference in my life. And that's what Christ is telling us. It'll make the difference in your life. When you get into the word, yoke up with me, get into the word, let me by the person of the Holy Spirit teach you the word and how to rightly divide it. Okay. That you become a worker of this word, you know how to work this word, and not be ashamed of it. You, you will understand it and you will know how to rightly discern truth and and, and, and how to uh, rightly divide truth from lie because the enemy is going to present challenges, adversities, and lies to try to distract you from, from accomplishing what God wants you to accomplish, okay? But when you know the truth, truth maintains your freedom from deception and you're able to, and you and you believe God, <laughs> you, word above all, and you know his word is always going to lead you aright in the right way. Okay. And that's what happened in my life when I truly committed and learned the importance of allowing this trust and this relationship to be developed um, to the point where I'm at now, where I'm rooted and stable in this word. And I begin to see my life just take off when I um, put God's word first and, and, and understanding that he is first. His word is a priority in my life. He's given me this word to live by. So I had to start using it <laughs> and ask the Holy Spirit to teach me how to use it. And, uh, and I tell you, it tra radically transformed my life. OK, so that's the first thing. First things first. Um, also looking at Ephesians, that Ephesians, that first chapter. Ephesians, the first chapter and look at that 12th and 13th verse talking about first things first. First things first is learning, understanding that we got to trust Christ, trust in Christ. Ephesians 1. Getting what that 12th verse says, for God's purpose was that we Jews or we people or people of God, he's talking to Jews right here. He says, God's purpose was that we Jews who were first to trust in Christ should bring praise and glory to God. And he says, and now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own. Okay. By giving you the Holy Spirit, he whom he promised long ago. Okay. 
So the spirit of God dwells in us when we put our faith in Christ. We start, we trust what the Lord said, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Any man be in Christ, he's the new creature. And the Holy Spirit, when he takes residence in our body, and this could be become a holy temple, holy residence for him. Holy Spirit, God's Spirit guarantees that he will give us the inheritance and the promises that he had purchased, uh, purchased us to be his own people. Okay? So we, we accept this truth and, and we believe this truth and we put our trust in this truth. We put our total trust in Christ. Okay? And the Holy Spirit seals us. Okay? Until the day he seals us. He redeems us. From the curse and, and, and gives us the ability to walk in the newness of life. We have this new life that Christ has given us, and we have the ability to allow the Holy Spirit to take this, take this temple and transform this mind and use us to express um, the, the new life of Christ in the earth. Okay, so first trust Christ. He's first things first. You got to put your faith in Christ and you got to learn to trust him. Okay. And we'll also look at um um first Peter. Let's look at first Peter one twenty-one. Remember we talked about first Peter one twenty-one. We talked about that last I think I won't say in our last um topic about trusting this word as being the, the infallible word of God. God has called us to a holy living now. We have a holy lifestyle because we've been made righteous, we've been made holy, made being made holy through Christ Jesus. Okay. So the 21st verse in 1 Peter 1 says, Through Christ you have come to trust in God. Okay. So he's letting us know you put your faith and trust in Christ. Now, through Christ, you have come, you have put your trust in God. Because God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, thou one. Through Christ, you've been you've, you've learned to put your trust in God. Okay? He said, My will was to only trust God and do his will in the earth. And, and as we transform the image of Christ and being renewed by this word, transformed by this, my mind's being transformed by this word, that's what our will becomes. <laughs> our will become comes God's will. Okay, that's perfectly and we learn his will is what good, acceptable and perfectly tailored for our lives. Okay, so we learn to trust him as Christ did. Okay, while he was upon this earth, he says, and you have placed your faith and hope in um, God because he raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. Okay, Christ was God in the the flesh. He was God, the, the son who had to be born into this earth to die for the sins of man. He was the perfect lamb that took away the sins of the world. And if any man put his trust in him, he would not perish, but have everlasting life. So Christ fulfilled the will of God to pay the, 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 the price of, for our lives, <laughs> to give us new life. He paid our sin debt and made us new creatures and reconnected us to God so that we can have the right fellowship with God in the earth. All right. So we got it. So trusting in Christ is no empty notion. That you know when, when the work that Christ did on that cross, when he said it is finished, I'm telling you, that gave us complete access back to God. I mean, he saved us from hell. Okay. He delivered us from hell 
and, and, gave, and gave us the right of eternal life in heaven with God. You know, this was no light task what he did and what he accomplished on that cross for us. And we can never take it lightly when we confess Christ as our Lord and Savior. We cannot take it lightly. We have to be submitted and committed to doing the will of God and living the way that he's called us to live to bring glory to his name. I'm telling you, there's no other way to be happy in this life, as the song says, but to trust and obey God's word. Because everything God purpose for us is good, not for our evil, not for evil, but for good to give us a future, give us a hope in this life and beyond this life as we know it. So trusting in God is no other way. It's not an empty notion. Okay. It's 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 a it's a it's having a living and conquering power within you, knowing that you have a living and conquering power within you. When you trust Christ and you're born again of his spirit, you have a he that's in you is greater than he that's in the world. I'm talking about you come against enemy forces in the world because we don't fight against flesh and blood. We, we, we wrestle. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We wrestle against powers, principalities, wickedness in high places. Okay in this earth. So we who are born again of God's spirit, we are I mean, growing in grace and knowledge of this word. We recognize that, that we have the power within to live the life that God has called us to live victoriously, victorious life that he's called us to live in spite of the attacks and adversity of the enemy. Okay. we When we know this, we walk in authority we walk in the power and thanking, always being grateful always rejoicing, always giving praise and glory to God because of what he did for us through Christ Jesus. Okay. So it's trusting in Christ is no empty notion. It's having a living and conquering power within. It is the operation of the spirit of God in our lives. Okay. True trust in Christ is an entire reliance upon him. Okay. True trust in Christ is an entire reliance upon him. Remember, we go, we don't go back to leaning to depending upon ourselves. We are truly acknowledging God, depending upon God, the Holy Spirit, and acknowledging him in everything we do. And we have and we grow in confidence that he is directing our paths and leading us in the way that we will prosper and go. That he we will prosper. Okay. So it's complete reliance upon him. It must be an absolute. And I like this. It must be an absolute severance from all reliance upon your past merit, your past um, your, or your present resolutions or your future expectations of what you shall be or shall do. OK, so he's letting you know we, we, we yoke it up with Christ now in the person of the Holy Spirit. And we, we feasted upon his word. We receive revelation and knowledge and direction from the Holy Spirit. And we depend strictly upon the Holy Spirit. God wants us dependent upon him. He gave us the helper himself, the Holy Spirit, to reside in us, to help us live a victorious life. He has graced us with through Christ. So he said it's complete severance from the world, complete severance from the world ideas, complete, complete severance from the old man. <laughs> you're not mixing your old with the new you got a new mind a new body a new life a new mind a new way of thinking and now you got a new way of operating and doing in this life okay we're no longer doing our thing out doing things our way we but we're learning how to do things god's way because his way is what's best for us okay 
So we do not lean or depend on ourselves no longer, okay, or anyone else. There's no wholehearted trust in Christ unless Christ is taken as a whole and we have given ourselves wholly to him, okay? So there is no wholehearted trust in Christ unless, that's that's W-H-O-L-E, wholehearted trust in Christ, unless Christ is taken as a whole, H-O, I mean, W-H-O-L-E, and we have given ourselves wholly, H-O-L-E-L-E-L-Y, wholly to him, okay? That means giving it all, giving it all, giving our bodies up completely, our minds up completely to him. No half-stepping. Surrendering 100%. Okay? Trust includes obedience to him. Obedience is the the necessary outcome of true and real faith. And there is no trust where there is no obedience. Okay? You can't say you trust God and you love God if you're you're not believing in his word. You're not living according to his word. You know, it's not about just talking it. It's about living it, about doing it. Okay, and that, and, and that's what he's saying. You 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 you. Oh, true obedience is doing what it says. I made me think about um. I saw how God was. Samuel was very disappointed. God was very disappointed in Samuel, the king, um, that 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 the people selected. Okay, Samuel always made excuses for why he he didn't do what exactly what God what the word was what the commandments of the of the prophet. Um, was why he didn't follow the commandments of the prophets, of the prophet Samuel. Okay, and God told him, and when he uh, and Samuel came and, and he spoke to him and let him know why didn't he wait? Because because you know, Samuel posed, does the king is not supposed to act offer sacrifices to um up to the Lord? That's the that was the prophet's role at that time to do, and. And then and, and Saul was supposed to wait. He gave him um, he was given a complete instructions. I think it was in First Samuel um, 22nd chapter when he was going up against the Amalekites and God gave them the victory. And he gave the complete instructions not to, um, you know, take any sheep or anything, you know, not to take anything, you know. But Saul disobeyed. <laughs> and, and for the sake of the people, he said he he took the took the sheep and you know took the the, the livestock uh, for the sake of the people, and he was supposed to at least wait until um Samuel got there to set, make the sacrifice. But he 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 was impatient, didn't wait, didn't wait, and he, and he sacrificed uh made sacrifice unto the Lord, and that was disobedience. Okay, he didn't follow the, the the word of God. He did not follow the commandments of God, and and God told him it was and through Samuel that it was best for him, always best for him to obey than to sacrifice. Okay, God wants obedience first and foremost, trusting in what He says to, for you to do first and foremost, and not leaning back to your own understanding and making your own decisions based on uh, how to do what you're gonna do. Um, and, 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 and not listening to what he says you should do and how you should do. OK, so his consequences. And of course, the throne um, eventually was taken away from Saul because he continued to have this mindset of not obeying and doing what he wanted to do in order to please himself and please the people, as he would put it. OK, so trust in God. OK, he must obey God. 
It's a, it's a necessary outcome of true and real faith. And, and, and there is no trust when there is no obedience. OK. All right. So trusting in Christ should lead should lead to an open following of him. OK. Trust in Christ should lead to open following of him. OK. And Romans 1.16 says, talks about us not being ashamed of this gospel. OK. We're born again, filled with his spirit. So we're not ashamed of this gospel because we know what Christ has done. You should know what Christ has done personally for you. OK. If there's only you upon this earth, he would have died just for you to save you. That's how you got to take it. You got to take this um, with Christ. Um, you got to take this word personal, make it personal to your life. Understand that Christ died specifically for you to give you new life, to pay your sin down and give you new life and reconcile you back to God so that you can live out the life that God, good life that God has purpose for you to live. So we, so we know what he delivered us from. We know personally what he saved us from and how he has transformed our lives through this word because we have put our faith and trust in him. And we've seen how God has turned our lives around. So so there's no reason for us to be ashamed of, of, of living this gospel and proclaiming this gospel and test, testifying of what Christ has done for us in, in our lives. Okay. So he says in Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Paul. For Christ, for um, for I know it is the power of God unto salvation. And then we talked about that love of God that the Holy Spirit places in our hearts. Okay, he says, and that's in Romans 5 5. He says, This is the hope I have in Him, um, in Him. Make me not ashamed because of the um, love of God that is placed in my heart by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit places the love of God in our heart. And this love that we have for God constrains us and keeps us on the righteous path. Okay. So we will not falter. So we just thank God for his, for, for, so we thank God for the new life he has given us in Christ Jesus. And we understand the Holy Spirit, his Holy Spirit has, takes, has taken residence in us and he's been our revelator. He's been our teacher of the word and we've grown in grace and the knowledge of this word. Our matters have been renewed and, and, and we're grateful and we're thankful and we're and we are called and, and we know we are called to live a life of appreciate that, that appreciates what Christ did for us. And people should see this transformed life and, and, and it should attract them. And give them hope. As, as God transformed us, he will transform them. Because God so loved the whole world, okay, that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God doesn't counsel actors and man counsel actors, but he is long-suffering. He is patient because he desires all to be saved. He is called all unto repentance. Okay? So we have learned to trust God. You know, we're learning to trust God and depend upon him. Each and every day for for so that the harvest can be reaped in the earth through our lives. We want we want others to, to learn to trust God so they can be used the same way as he is using us to bring glory to his name. All right. So we're going to go ahead and close it out this episode out this evening on that note. And we'll pick back up um, next episode. Continue to talk about having complete trust in God. Family, we love you. Until next episode, continue to walk by faith and not by sight. 